Welcome to another episode of Open Mic. My name is Coco, and today we have a very special lady on our podcast. This is Laura Demers, one of my dear friends and mentors, and so we just want to welcome Laura today. I know that Laura has had such an impact on so many young adults in our church and um, really all over, and so we just want to welcome her today. Thanks. And we have... Um, a really important topic that we want to talk about today and it's this idea of how to not settle in relationships and we talk a lot about relationships on this podcast because we're in that season of life of okay I'm either looking to date or I'm looking to get engaged or married Um, and so we want to have some uh, ideas of how we can do that well and mm-hmm. how we can really not settle in our relationships mm-hmm. uh, because we've seen a lot of people do that and honestly it's a sad thing when someone has a potential but they settle and so that potential has just gone down mm-hmm. so Laura explain to us what does it mean to settle in a relationship well let me start off by saying as someone who did not settle, I've been married for 26 years. My husband's one of the pastors here. We've served here for 18 years. Um, I, I feel like my husband really was a gift from God, but we have had to work on our relationship for the 26 years and the years even before that when we were dating. Mm-hmm. And um, I did seek wise counsel. Um, I did talk to people about him. Um, but I we have seen so much in the past recently of dealing with young adult women because I Coco and I share an office so a lot of the same we interact with a lot of the same women the young adults and even the young adult men who come in and do internships mm-hmm. and we see such potential in them yeah. and such a, a love for God and and wanting to serve him whether in full-time vocational ministry or um, as a ministry with their life and whatever job God puts them in. Um, but sometimes we've seen them make really great decisions and we mm-hmm. celebrate with them. And then other times we're like, Ooh, okay. I, okay. I hope that works yeah. out for you, but I'm not really sure. Mm. So I do feel a little bit passionate about this and I do have three children, two mm-hmm. grown adult daughters. One is married, one is still single mm-hmm. and a 14 year old son. And so, I mean, as a mom, mm-hmm. this is something that we have talked about in our family for years as well. So mm-hmm. what does it mean to settle in marriage? It, uh, one of the, one of the things I would say is to disregard your non-negotiable list. And we mm-hmm. will talk more about what your non-negotiable list should be, mm-hmm. but disregarding that, making excuses, making exceptions. One of the first to always go is, is he or she a believer? And to make the excuse or exception, well, they come to church with me. Well, they say that they know God. They say they believe in Jesus, but I want to say, um, how, do they have an active pursuit of a relationship right. with Jesus Christ? And a survey from Pew Research Center from um, August of 2020 said 56% of women and 35% of men say it is hard to find someone who meets their expectations. Mm-hmm. And so uh, sometimes when things get hard, some things get kicked out. And mm-hmm. um, I'm going to say, we're going to talk about this again, that your non-negotiable list should be exactly that, non-negotiable. Yeah. And then also in settling, you're not listening to people you love and trust tell you that they have some red flags about the person, um, or you have put yourself into a situation where you do have people that you love and trust around you, but you have not given them permission Mm. to say, hey, what about this? Or, hey, I'm concerned about this. Or what do you actually know about this person? Mm. I, I have seen it over and over. Some people spend 
way more time picking out a pet and researching <laughs> what kind of pet and if you're going to choose a dog, which breed of dog and where could I get way more time researching a pet, which can be important. Mm -hmm. It's important to do your research than researching someone that they are dating or right. finding out um, what people who know them know about them. Mm. And I think that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And a lot of that, I think, is driven by fear. I think mm -hmm. a lot of people end up settling in marriage because of fear. And mm -hmm. here's some main fears, okay? Fear of being alone. Yeah. That's a real thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially with the last year with, with yeah. COVID and um, being in quarantine, a lot of people want to do whatever they can mm -hmm. to not have that alone, I'm, I'm all by myself feeling. Another one is a fear of society or maybe their friendships looking down on them as maybe that they're less of an adult. Mm -hmm. And um, I get this. I, I have some research to back this up. An article from Psychology Today from October of 2019 said 1,000 American undergraduate students were asked to list characteristics that they associated with marriage and single individuals. And compared to single people, Married individuals were more likely to be described as mature, happy, kind, honest, and loving. Wow. And conversely, singles <laughs> were described as immature, insecure, self-centered, unhappy, lonely, and even ugly. Those are so wow. false. And Coco, as being <laughs> one of the sweetest single people I know, those none of those things describe you. And so... It's crazy, though, that that's the idea, that there's there's some kind of defect with you because mm -hmm. you're single. Yeah. There's something wrong with you that you weren't picked, or there's mm -hmm. your expectations are too high, mm -hmm. so that's why you haven't found anyone, or what mm -hmm. can we fix about you? And so there's a big fear of being looked upon by that, by that way by some people, right. I would think. Mm -hmm. There's also the last fear, the fear of being left out of your friend group. If everybody else in your friend group is married, you don't want to be the only one who's not partnered up, right? Mm -hmm. If everyone else has a date for Valentine's and you don't, you become everybody's babysitter, right? <laughs> and maybe you would be okay with that too. But um, there's that fear of not fitting in because everybody that you love mm -hmm. has tried setting you up. It hasn't worked. And so maybe you think, maybe I just, just need to pick someone and just mm -hmm. get on with my life. And the verse that stuck out to me about this was 2 Timothy 1.7. And it says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind or self-discipline. Those, those two words are used a lot in that, in that verse, sound mind or self-discipline. But... If you are in Christ, okay, so God hasn't given us that, that spirit of fear, but he has given us um, a spirit of power or of strength. And one of my favorite group of verses to talk about this is Isaiah 40, 28 through 31. It says, do you not know, have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Do you, mm -hmm. do you feel weary sometimes? Mm -hmm. Do you feel weary of the situation, maybe um, the season of life that you're in? But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Mm -hmm. 
I tend to not make the best decisions when I'm weary, when I'm tired or when I'm hungry. Um, that's not the time to really make a decision. And I am going to say to you guys, if you are in that position where you're just so tired, so weary of being single, that this is not necessarily the best time to make a decision about who you're going to date versus someone you thought, I, you know, six months ago, I'm not even going to consider them. But now, I, six more months of being tired of being alone and tired of my situation, I'm going to consider, okay, maybe I need to let go of one of my non-negotiables so I can go ahead and date them. And don't make a decision then. Yeah. Don't make a decision when you're tired and weary, especially a lifelong decision like yeah. who you're going to marry. Yeah. Um, that's not a good idea. I can remember some friends who in a moment of loneliness went by the pound and picked up an animal and brought it home. And it was not a good decision. Did not last long, right? Yeah. I don't make necessarily the best eating choices when I'm tired and weary. Don't pick a lifelong partner when you are just feeling exhausted and tired of the season that you're in. So instead, lean into God for your contentment and his strength. You know, that contentment that comes from God in the season that you're in says, I, I'm okay with who I am right now, and I'm trusting God, and I'm leading into his power and strength that when the time is right, he is going to right. make it happen. The Bible talks in that, he, it uses that same verbiage, not about this, but about a different situation, and you can, you can, it can speak to the character of God to mm -hmm. says, it's God's timing, and in his timing, he will make something happen right. that needs to happen. And Laura, let me stop you there, because that's such a beautiful place to be. Mm -hmm. Knowing that it's not on my own strength that I can work up this relationship. Because if that is the case, we will lower our standards. Absolutely. But if we say, God, this is in your hands, in your timing, and I'm going to renew my strength through you and you alone. And that's one of my favorite verses. That's a verse I was trying to memorize um, over this last year. Because mm -hmm. sometimes it is like, okay, God, what is what is going on here? Are, yeah. you, are you listening to my prayer and going back to the word of, okay, God, I know you hear me when I pray to you. Yeah. I know you see the desires of my heart. Yeah. I'm going to keep pursuing you passionately and doing what you've called me to do yes. and live out my mission, regardless yeah. if I'm married or single. And knowing that in your time, it's, it's going to be a miracle when you bring someone along yeah. uh, because I know that it's not in my own strength. Absolutely. It's so such a, like, Honestly, it's, it can be a scary place to be, but it also is a freeing place to be knowing that this isn't in my own hands, God, this is in your hands. Yes. Um, but also, you know, doing what you need to do to yeah. be available, if you know what I mean. Yes, so. yes. And you do, and you do that really, really well, but you brought up a point that is, is awesome too. If you're in a relationship that is so much work and you are the one trying mm. to hold everything together, I I had a conversation with my husband one time about a situation with two people. And I said, you know, I know relationships are work, but not that much work. Yeah. That is too much work. Yeah. That that sounds like you're trying to just make it happen. Mm -hmm. And that whole thing is being held together by some duct tape and some yeah. and some <laughs> prayer. You know, like yeah. there, there are situations where it's just not going to work. Yeah. And God is letting roadblock after mm -hmm. roadblock be thrown up. And you need to pay attention to 
those. Yeah. So if it, you're trying to do this in your own power mm-hmm. and your own strength, that's not coming from right. God. You have to lean into his power and strength, mm-hmm. and he can give you that peace and contentment that says, you know what, the right one is worth waiting for. Yeah. And it's hard for me to do, yeah. but in God's strength and mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit inside of me saying, trust me, mm-hmm. you can do it. Yeah, you can absolutely, absolutely do it. The next one that verse talks about is love. We know that perfect love is found in Christ, and romantic love is awesome. I, I'm here to say it's really good. I love my husband, um, and maybe it is in your future. I can't, I can't tell you that for sure, but don't let it be your main focus. Mm-hmm. That would make it becoming an idol, and an idol can be defined as any person or thing used as an object of worship a false God or an obsession Mm. obsession. We can really kind of get behind the idea of obsession because Mm -hmm. you may not um, worship a gold statue that you sit on your table, but you can understand being totally caught up in something where the world around you has kind of stopped existing because Mm -hmm. you are so focused on this one situation or this one person. And that's when you know it's become an idol and I, an idolater is is someone who does blind worship or an admiration of an undeserving object. And by that, I mean you put all your hope and dreams and everything into this one person instead of remembering that all your hope and dreams for the future need to be in Christ. Yeah. And when you are in a beautiful romantic relationship that God has set up, so many of those things fall into place. Mm -hmm. But it's important to remember if it gets to the point of obsession, if it gets to the point where that is it and you can't even think straight and make Mm -hmm. good decisions, then you need to put the brakes on that. Psalm 106.36 says, they worship their idols, which led to their downfall. And Coco, we've seen, we've seen guys and girls yeah. marry people that we were really hesitant to say, okay. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we've seen a few that over the years that has been their downfall. Who they married kind of took them out of the game for a while as far as their walk with Christ mm-hmm. and led them down a different path or mm-hmm. um, a moment of frustration with their singleness caused them to make a decision that left them with lifelong consequences. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of a a scary situation to be in. But if you can remember to keep God first and not whatever it is that you're tempted to to worship as an idol, the things in your life will work out Mm -hmm. according to his plan. The last part of that verse was sound mind or self-discipline. And this is so important to me. You can make yourself obsessed trying to find an, a mate, and that can be completely exhausting. <laughs> it can be a complete, it can be your full-time job <laughs> to um, follow somebody on social media or try to date somebody off of social media or track who is date, like having, like having a chart on your wall, who is dating who and who might be my options. You can totally make yourself obsessed and that is not good for your mind to be a sound mind. You can also start to believe all kinds of lies about yourself which can encourage you to settle. Like, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I need to do this to change myself. Now, take Mm -hmm. care of yourself. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Be a kind person. Yeah. Absolutely. Let the love of Christ shine through you Mm -hmm. as he's working in your life. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do all of those things. But when you start believing all kinds of lies about yourself, that's a really dangerous place to be as well. So the practical step I'm going to encourage you to make, we've been talking about this non-negotiable list. You need to make one Mm -hmm. and you need to stick to it. I'm going to tell you my non-negotiable list. Okay. 
Um, he needed to be an active follower of Jesus, mm-hmm. not just somebody who said, I'm a Christian and had a Bible that was collecting dust on a shelf somewhere. Right. He needed to be somebody who was in pursuit of this relationship with Christ. He needed Next, he needed to be kind, not just to me, but I needed to see that he was going to be kind to other people because somebody who's kind to you, but not necessarily other people, they, they maybe want something from you. Yeah. They want you to believe the best about mm-hmm. them. And um, that may not last. Mm. That Mm -hmm. kindness may not be long-term. It needs to be somebody who you can see they do treat each other well with respect and with kindness Mm -hmm. because this is the potential future parent of your child as well. So they absolutely, I I wanted somebody who was kind. And then crazy about me. I didn't want somebody who was just like, she's okay, she'll do. (laughs) No, I wanted somebody... My husband, we had only been dating for maybe a couple of months, and I came down with this really bad flu at um, college, and he would send me cards. He was, he couldn't, I, we couldn't see each other. I was in my dorm, and I wasn't, I, I was down for about a week, mm-hmm. and it was during that time that I thought, okay, this guy's really serious. He's really, he, he really does like me, and I mean, I had seen other signs before then, too, yes. but that's one that really sticks out in my mind that... Mm-hmm. It wasn't just going to be any girl who fit these other requirements would do. It was like, no, there's something special yeah. about you. And and I believe God puts that in our hearts. Yeah. When he has designed for two people to come together, which I believe he does mm-hmm. because he works in the details of our lives, yeah. I think he he knits our hearts together, but he, mm-hmm. he gives us the freedom in our hearts to say, this is, this is the person that you have designed for yeah. me. And um, the last thing was a hard worker. This was a non-negotiable for me. Mm. I'm a woman, and I somebody providing for me and doing everything that they could as a husband um, was a non-negotiable thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do work now. I earn a paycheck, but my husband is the key provider in our home. And I know that it's not like that for everyone. I'm mm-hmm. not saying right or wrong. I'm saying this was a non-negotiable mm-hmm. for me, that he was a hard worker. I know there are, yeah. there are things of disabilities and um, it's not about who makes the bigger paycheck. I wanted to know he was in this. He wasn't just yeah. looking for somebody to take care of him. Mm-hmm. And um, God answered those prayers for me. But you can have, after your non-negotiable list, you can have a list of negotiables. Maybe it's what they look like. Maybe yeah. it's their background, where they come from. Maybe it's they like sports or they like dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever those whatever those things are where it's like, I would really love it if she liked to hike but she's okay with me hiking, even if she doesn't always want to go with me. Yeah. You can be okay with that. <laughs> yeah. You can be okay with that, yeah. right? I, I would really love it if she loved baseball games, but she doesn't necessarily want to go to all these baseball games mm-hmm. with me, but she'll watch it on TV with me every now and then. And she's learned enough about it that we can talk about it, that she knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, those kind of things you, you need to be, um, have the freedom to negotiate. but it's still good to have, it's still good to have that list. Absolutely. So maybe you aren't settling because of fear. Maybe fear isn't the reason that you, you found yourself in. I've been in this relationship for so long, but I don't know if it's the one for me. Maybe it's because you yourself are not where you're supposed to be in a relationship Mm -hmm. with God. And that can happen over a long period of time. That can happen over a short period of time where you just walk further and further and further away from God and you listen to his voice and your, his spirit 
less and less and less. Mm -hmm. And I want to encourage you to draw near to God first before you start really entering into any kind of new relationship that could have long-term effects, that you really get close to him. Because this is another thing that I think we've seen. Somebody stops following hard after God for just a little while, and they make this lifelong decision, Mm -hmm. and you want to think to yourself, would you would you have married that person if you were walking with God like you were a year ago? Right. And if the answer is no, then it, it it's going to be a difficult mm-hmm. situation more than likely. Now, yeah. once you're married, that is the person for you. Right. And it doesn't matter if you think you've settled or not. You've made that <laughs> commitment. That's the person for you, yeah. and you work hard. Mm-hmm. You work hard at that marriage. Mm-hmm. But before you walk that aisle or before you buy that ring and give that to that girl and you make that appointment to this wedding date, um, it's okay for you to back out and say, this This is not right. Yeah. Because once you make that commitment, it's, it's a lifelong mm-hmm. commitment. And whoever you're marrying needs to know this is a lifelong commitment. Yeah. But you need to be in a good place with God. Mm-hmm before you enter into some kind of relationship like that. Yeah. And that's like community is so important. Yes, absolutely. I think sometimes when we're in a relationship with someone or we're thinking about dating someone, there's this tunnel. Okay. And you just are, nothing else matters other than this person. And that's why it's so important for us to let people in on our lives. What do you think about this person? Have you seen anything that could be a red flag that maybe I'm not seeing because we have blinders on? Yes. And so that's why we talk about community a ton on this podcast because we think it's so valuable because that's a safe place to talk about these things. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, going back to red flags, Laura, what would you say some red flags are that maybe we're like, I'm just going to push this under the rug because Mm -hmm. maybe it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. What would you say a couple of those red flags for our listeners if they're trying to figure out, Mm -hmm. is this red flag or is this just me? Because I think we have this internal battle of, is this really a red flag? Yeah. Or am I just, you know, am I just being too picky? So mm-hmm. what would some of those red flags be? I would say honesty for sure. Okay. Honest. Um, do they lie to you? Have you caught mm-hmm. them in lies? Um, yeah. Are they honest with their time? Like, do you, I'm not saying you know where they are every minute of the mm-hmm. day, but you have a good idea of, I, what'd you do this afternoon? They don't want to tell you or they make up yeah. something. That's a big red yeah. flag. Um, honest with their money. Mm-hmm. Um, is, are they, um, somebody who you can trust with money mm-hmm. that that's a big thing um so honesty for sure how they treat other people yeah. is a red flag if someone that you um really trust says you know I saw them out in public and this was what they said and this is what they did mm-hmm. that's a that's a huge red flag yeah. because you can only explain away something right. for so long before you start thinking something is is not mm-hmm. right. Um, you get the benefit of the doubt maybe maybe one time. The second time someone accuses you of mm-hmm. something that's not a good thing, then mm-hmm. it's like maybe you gotta it. you gotta <laughs> pay attention to that. Yeah. Um, because people, some people really are good at letting you see what they think you want to see. Mm-hmm. They're good actors. They know how to manipulate the situation to get Mm -hmm. what they want. And so they can say the right thing 
um, when they need to and act the right way when they need to, but how are they in the long term? And that's why it's good to find out from somebody who has known this person for years. Like for all the time that I've known this person, they have been a stand-up person. They have worked hard. They have been honest. I have not heard one negative thing about them. If that's what somebody says to you, that's absolutely incredible. But if someone that you trust says, you know, they had some struggles, it wasn't this long ago, they had this addiction that maybe they've only been out of for a short amount of time, so you really need to kind of watch out and make sure Mm -hmm. that they're being honest with you about things where that's concerned. Those are the kind of things that it's not a complete get rid of them, Mm -hmm. but you need to proceed with caution. Yes. So maybe pump the brakes, pump the brakes, pump the brakes. And if it's an, if it's something about honesty, then I would say Mm -hmm. that honesty for me would be a deal, a deal breaker. Right. For sure. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Because you have to trust the person you're in relationship with. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you're, I would be fearful all the time. Yeah. (laughs) If I, if I can't trust them and are they going to show up when they're going to show up or are they going to do what they say? Like let their yeses be yeses. And some people are married to people like that, where they yeah. live in this constant, I don't know where we stand. I don't know what he or she is doing. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he or she is spending. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if he or she really loves me because mm-hmm. they um, have stopped showing me attention. That that yeah. goes back to that. I can be what you need me to be for long enough mm-hmm. to, to get you to yeah. wear my ring or, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to be somebody else. Yeah. My true colors show through. Yeah. I think looking for someone that displays the fruit of the spirit, absolutely, Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Like those are things that we should, as believers, be attracted yes. to. Yes. And so thinking about yourself, how am I going to be the person that I'm looking for is looking for yes. going back to that whole thing of, okay, I, I got to work on myself yes. so that that's the type of person I'm attracting yes. and looking for that in someone else. Yes. And I think that's huge when you see them displaying those. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is fruit of this Holy spirit in them. So it's okay. Like, wow, mm-hmm. I, I, I see that and I can, I can trust that. And I think that's such a, that's, those are good qualities to look for in someone. Um, let, let me, me pip- let oh, me tell you a kind yeah. of funny story first. I'm going to, this is I on, on a girl that I know is working in an office and there was a new guy or in the office that she hadn't worked with before. And now she's working with him and her boss tells this guy because the boss knows what this guy is like outside of the office. He said, you stay away from that one. And she overheard it later. So it's, it's one of those things where she's trust this boss Uh and she can say, if he's telling me to stay away from this guy, this guy may be okay to work here, but that doesn't mean he's okay for me to bring home. Yeah. That's not, he's not somebody that I necessarily Mm. need to date. And I think that's a great example Mm -hmm. of listening to someone else who you trust, Mm -hmm. even when you think, Oh, maybe he's not that bad. Maybe I could fix him. Any of those Mm. things. Um, and, and on the reverse, you be that for somebody else yeah. when you know something and you can say, Hey, I wouldn't go there. Yeah. I, I wouldn't go there. Yeah. And hopefully that person, um, who mm. trusts you will listen to you, but sometimes they don't, yeah. sometimes they don't listen. And then there's not a whole lot that you can do. Right. You can continue to pray for them. Mm-hmm. And again, continue to support the marriage if they, if they decide to marry that person. Yeah. Um, sure. cause then it's a done deal, but, um, right. 
So I think a good takeaway for this is anytime you're going to start pursuing a relationship, we have got to bring that to the Lord first. Yeah. And, and knowing, okay, God, will you give me peace about this? If I need to proceed, Yeah. if I need to pump the brakes, if I need to cut it off, like whatever area, and he's going to show you for sure. He's absolutely going to show you. Um, what would you say to maybe a friend who has a person in their life that's dating somebody, but they're seeing those red flags. And Mm -hmm. we kind of touched on this just a second ago. Um, What is that role of the friend if they feel like, oh my goodness, I'm seeing some red flags. Mm -hmm. How do I tell my friend mm-hmm. what we, we kind of talked about this before. What are, what should that person do? I would start off with a soft question, a question that could maybe be non-threatening to yeah. find out how willing are they to listen mm-hmm. to what I have to say? Because sometimes people are not willing or they're not ready to hear mm-hmm. a hard word about something yeah. that they're going. So maybe start off with a soft question. Like, so, so give me some background about this person. Like, yeah. what do you, what do you know about them? And, um, if they can respond with, well, I, I know about them from so-and-so, you know, you might get an open door to, have you heard anything about them? And then that's of course a great opening for you Mm -hmm. to say, I I maybe have seen some stuff that I'm a little concerned about. Um, but I have also seen a lot of relationships kind of crumble because somebody, Mm -hmm wanted to take something to somebody, they would not hear it. They would not receive it. So it is kind of, it's a very tricky situation, but definitely prayer that God would cause them to be able to see, Mm. you know, but if, if they're not looking to see, they don't want to see, they can look Mm -hmm. everywhere, but that and see what they want to see. Yeah. Unfortunately. So as someone who, you know, is eventually going to be in a relationship, whatever, having that open invitation to your mentors, yes. to your friends, yes. to your small group of, Hey, I, I'm interested in this person. We've yes. been going on dates. Like if you see anything, like you have permission yes. and that kind of yes. lets you have some freedom to yeah. know that, okay, I know that my pe- the people who care for me and who mm-hmm. want the best for me, they are, if there's something wrong that they will come and talk to me. And that gives you some, um, I think that is helpful and it gives you some yeah. peace to know that, okay, other people around me care about me enough to tell me this. Yeah, that's or, you really you know, being proactive yeah. for your relationship future. Yeah. That's you saying, I want to set myself up to have the best relationship. And so yeah. I'm going to find out. It's not gossip. I'm going to find out, is there something that I need to be concerned about that I don't yeah. know about this person that would mm-hmm. help me to make a better decision? It's you yeah. doing your research yeah, people-wise. Yeah. Okay, one, a, a couple more things. We could talk about this for hours because <laughs> we, you know. Um, but what if you find yourself... Uh, like God has given you a mission in your life. Mm. And so for me, I, I love working at the church. I feel called to that, to full-time ministry. Yeah. Um, and what if you find someone who comes alongside you and, you know, wants to date you and, and your mission could be something else. It could be this, mm-hmm. whatever you can think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what if you feel like someone, um, is maybe, distracting you from that mission, but you really Mm -hmm. like that person or, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, uh, how do you go about that of, okay, this person is going to maybe compliment my mission Mm. and help me to further that, or it's going to be a distraction. Mm -hmm. What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you can find another Christian guy or another Christian girl who is, you think they, they check all my non-essential, like they, they do that, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're the right one for me. Mm-hmm. You, there are a lot of great Christian girls and a lot of great Christian guys, but that doesn't mean all of them 
are the right partner for you. And uh, believing that God has specifically chosen one, then you need to look and say, I'm on mission. Mm -hmm. Um, Is this someone who's going to compliment me that we are going to be able to partner together? Yeah. Or someone who's going to be wholly supportive of me, Mm -hmm. depending on what your mission is, what your role is, um, you need to have one, if not all of those three things, Mm -hmm. they're going to, they're going to compliment me in, and they're going to make, we're going to be a great team together Mm -hmm. in joining with me in my mission, or they are going to be super supportive of whatever it is that I do. Mm -hmm. And I think the Holy Spirit will guide you with that and will show you with that. Now, for me, it was so important that Tom and I were going to be partners yeah. in ministry and, and such a blessing. And mm-hmm. and that means uh, because we both are in ministry, we do different things in the same place. Mm-hmm. So we have different roles. Yeah. But um, I do what I need to do to support him mm-hmm. in his piece of the ministry pie. Mm. He does, uh, he supports me in my piece of the ministry pie, but we're in it together and we're partners. So looking for that, I mean, that's not any harder for God to do than it is for him to give us everything we need and provide for us every day. It's no harder for him to provide the right mate for you than Mm. it is to provide food for you every day. Mm. And you can look out and say, there's just not that many of guys who want to partner in ministry and do mm-hmm. ministry the way I want to, or, um, there's not that many girls who will come alongside and do, but one of the things that your mom has said recently, which I love is that our God is a God of abundance. Yeah. He's not a God of scarcity. Yeah. If he hasn't brought someone into your life yet, it's either not his timing mm-hmm. or it's not his will. Yeah. Um, it's not because he can't find somebody. Yeah. That's so good. That's such a good reminder. And I think that is such a a good thing for us to maybe end on because if you're single out there and you are maybe starting to date somebody and you feel like there's red flags, we have to remember that we don't have to fear that there's only this one person for us, but God is a God of abundance and not of scarcity. And so this has been such a good talk, Laura. Um, I just want to thank you for being here. And if you have, uh, you know, any questions about this, we would love to chat with you more. So uh, you can always DM us on our Instagram and uh, we'll be looking forward to our next episode of open mic. We'll talk to you later.